Afropolitan. Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. Welcome back to the last segment of Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Sewer Fan Sale Afropolitans. And tonight on Kaya FM 95.9, we're speaking finance. And I have Ujerald Mondiambira. Um, he's our guest tonight. And he's been sharing with us some nuggets of, of, of expertise on how we can go about handling our finances. We haven't always agreed on everything, but I think we're having a very interesting conversation. But, but before I continue talking to Gerald, um, um, we have Sumitra Naidu, um, who's here to tell us what's coming up on her show, My Money and Me at 8 p.m. Hi, Sumitra. Hey, Cindy. How are you doing? I'm fine. It's so weird not to be seeing you in studio. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. What do you have for us coming up um, at 8 p.m.? All right. So, uh, you know, uh, July is savings month. And, you know, over the month, we're going to be looking at different ways of saving. And tonight, we're going to hone in on our food budgets. You know, often there's hidden costs in there. There's hidden extras that we don't actually need to have. How can we actually um, bring that down? How can we actually look at ways of reducing our expenditure but still feeding the family, still feeding ourselves. Um, but how can we look for those hidden extras and limit our spending on food in particular? We're also looking at how auctions work. You know, it's been a rough year thus far. Financially, many are taking strain. Um, and, you know, assets will be getting repossessed. But what does this mean for us? Do you know what that entails if your property goes on auction? Also, you know, with, with uh, you know, people would call it bargain coming up now because uh, people's houses or cars or whatever it is is getting repossessed a lot of this will go on auction but do you know how to operate at an auction because there are specific rules when you buy at an auction so we're going to explore that and of course in our um, in our money lessons feature this evening we're talking to well-known media personality Maps Mapanyane he's going to be sharing his money journey with us great stuff coming up at 8pm with Sumitra Naidu on My Money and Me Sidebar with Cindy on the home of the Afropolitan. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Sidebar with Cindy with me, Cindy Fansel, speaking finances with Gerald Mondiambira, the acting CEO of the South African Savings Institute. July is Savings Month, and this is why we have Gerald on the show um, to discuss what we are doing with our finances during COVID-19 and just how our lives have changed and what changes we can make as we you know, figure out what's going to happen over the next two years. We do know that COVID-19 is going to be with us for at least two years. Um, and when I say with us, I mean just the ripple effect of everything that has happened now. The disease itself will probably taper down and we'll see less infections and less people dying. But the effects of what um, lockdown has, has had um, are going to be with us for quite a while. Um, and Gerald can attest to that because they, they, they study these things and they know exactly what's, what lies ahead. So Gerald, I mean, you know, what, what can Afropolitans... Um, expect over the next um, year or two in terms of the economy and, and and just certain industries that have been brought to their knees. You know, what are, what are, what are your guys' insights on what's happening there? I think the insights, the main insight I'd like to share is probably that we need to start thinking more about entrepreneurship. Now, let's get it straight. Entrepreneurship is not tenderpreneurship. So, the problem we have is that when people think of starting a business, they think of 100,000, 200,000 rand a month salary. No. You can be an entrepreneur who makes exactly what you're earning at your current job, but you're in control of your finances, you have your own free time, you own your own destiny. And that's the only difference. And we need more and more small businesses where people are earning uh, what they currently earn a little bit more, but they're in control of their destiny. 
because we need to break this mindset that being a business person means you drive a big car. It doesn't. There's a lot of small businesses where people just get by, but they are happy getting by because they, they do what they need to do and they can control their destiny. For the next two years, we need to see more of that. I think there will be less formal employment and more opportunities around self-employment um, activities like you know, food delivery, um, restaurants are probably going to die down. There's going to be a lot more, you know, home delivery type. So suddenly you can compete with, with a big brand because if you're a good cook, people are going to order your food. Um, we're going to see a, a lot of retail also die off. People are going to be scared to get out and catch COVID. So people will order things online. So there's opportunity there. How can you, you know, capitalize on the online market? Delivery, because online things need to be taken to people. So those are some of the things which we need to live by. The other thing you mentioned was if you're a young person, what can you be doing now in these tough times? The, the key decisions for a young person, I'll say, look at your life in five areas. First thing is your friends. Had I known in hindsight 20 years ago how the friends I had yeah. and had, you know, would, would determine my destiny. Get like-minded friends who have dreams to aspire to be, to do well, and who have high morals and ethics. It's important. No shortcuts. Life is not a shortcut. Second thing, an extension of friends is marry right. Don't marry a queen. No, 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 no. Listen. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I was don't called a marry... queen on Twitter two weeks ago. No, Gerald, no. Don't marry a, no, no, no. Don't marry a slave too. queen if you cannot afford her lifestyle. I don't, you know? I, no, I, no. I, it's, no, 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 especially if you want to be looked after. No, don't, we'll, don't, we'll, don't. We will, we will have another show about that. What's the next point? Yeah, no, no, no. I will argue about this one. Go marry the one with the long skirt, the one who's good at saving. No, That's the one no to marry. I do not agree with that. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with I'm that. I'm talking hindsight, Sissy. Hindsight. Okay, <laughs> what's the next thing, point? <laughs> the next thing, if you're young, is it's never too early to start saving. If you want to stay to save millions by the time you're 50 or 35, start when you're 20, 21. 20, 21 year olds. I'll put it on Twitter. I'll put a few of um, of the calc- of the calculations of how little you need to save and how much you'll have at a certain age. I'll put the graphs up on Twitter. Save and start early. Another thing when you are young is ingani. Children, have them quickly. Have them when you are young. Because having children when you are 40 means that, you know, you're going to be dealing with varsity fees when you're talking retirement. Have children young. Have them close together. But Again, you know, I'm talking okay, so people choose. Okay, so people choose to have kids older. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm an older mother, right? And I'm actually planning to have, to have two more kids in the next few years. You know? I've, I've planned. I've sat down. I've planned. I've thought about it. So, you know, you, you can still choose to do that. No, you can choose. All I'm saying is, I'm talking my hands at a young person okay. right now. You I, I, can guess, choose, I guess I'm being, you can I, choose, I guess I'm touched. You can, I choose, guess to, I'm touched. You can choose to be Janet Jackson. I think I, a lot of people now, childbirth has changed. You know, people who don't even want to give birth now, they just go for surrogacy. Where well, my well, body will science, never ever well, know that. Science has afforded that. No, but science has afforded that too. Yes. So, so if you're going to it. play with, if I had hindsight and I was going to use science, I was going to use IVF1. I was going to have three one time. <laughs> and I'll be well, done. you can't do that, but anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. And the last one, if you're young, is buy your property early. Now, note, I okay. use the word buy. I never said go and live in it, you know. 
if you're young and you're wise, buy an investment property and stay at home. Stay at home until you're 30, 35, or until somebody comes and marries you or you decide to marry someone else. And always have that property as an extra property as an investment because all of these are decisions which catch up with you later in life. If you marry wrong, it's going to catch up with you at divorce because when you've got no money, I think they call all the ladies into a class when they are five years older in grade two or something. I think they call all the girls and they say, what do you do when a man has got no money? And then all the girls say, leave him. What do you do when a man has got no money? Leave him. Because men, if you're listening, if you cannot provide and you have no money, nine out of ten, she's going to leave him. <laughs> That's hard. Those are my nuggets. <laughs> okay. And, and, I, and I accept that. And I, we are going to definitely have another show about this because I'm, I don't agree with everything. I'm getting messages from people that I know and they are loving what you're saying and I disagree with a lot of it. But I understand what you're saying, Jared. Let's just speak a bit about, um, you know, if you're thinking of cashing out your investment or your provident fund as a means to access money, um, what are your mm. thoughts around that? Okay, it's simple. You are eating your retirement today. The reason why it's a retirement fund is that it's designed for you to enjoy it at retirement to fund a retirement lifestyle. You need to sit down with a financial planner, sit down with you and say, Sidney, when you're 65, how do you want to be living? You say, no, I want to go on a cruise every year. And I calculate how much you need to be saving now. If halfway along the way you decide to eat that money, it means that you've thrown away your dream. And do you really want to do that? It's highly not advised for you to, you know, take your provident and, you know, try and do something with it. You know, if you've never been into an entrepreneur, you've been at that office, Cindy, for 14 years. You've never even bought a cake to sell. And suddenly you think you're an entrepreneur, you're going to start a, a funeral business or a bakery. Seriously, we need to realize that entrepreneurship, is a, it's a calling. Don't throw away your money because a lot of people do things out of guilt because suddenly you're thinking, okay, I now realize when I retire, I won't have enough, so what can I do? And people literally take a gamble with um, their future income. Please, let's, let's keep that money there. Right now, it's a great opportunity. I think you do, you know, um, with COVID-19, there's a lot of things that are cheaper. So property is going to come down in prices. If you're young, in good, in good standing financially with a good credit score, buy a property. Definitely buy it now. Lock into this new, to, to this interest rate. So don't go for a bond with a flexible or with a fluctuating interest rate. Lock it. Lock it. You'll never get interest rates this low for another 30 years in South Africa. Probably lock it now and you'll pay the lowest interest rate. Even if you don't live in the house, buy it now if you can afford to do that. And these are some of the decisions which we need to be starting to make now if you're young. If you're older, yeah. these are challenging times. I think we, we need to consolidate. Well, you know, yeah, but, but but also relative, when you think about, um, you know, again, what medicine has done for us, people are going to live into their hundreds. So I'm 44 now, yeah. I'll probably still be alive when yeah. I'm 90. So there's a lot yeah. of things that can still be done. And, and just before before you continue, Gerald, Unom Tandazo Marumo says, I like Gerald and his financial advice. He, Ari, don't marry a sleigh queen if you can't afford her. We should have him again on the show. Um, so, yes, we're <laughs> going to have you again on the show to, to, to talk about certain issues around that. But, but Gerald, another question that I have for you is that, um, you know, we're doing a lot of online shopping. I know that I've been in quarantine and online shopping is, 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 is an option or, you know, and also, of course, having the food delivered to your gate. Um, how can we make sure that we don't overspend on online shopping? What are the, what, what tips can you give us before we before we wrap up the show? 
Okay, online online is a very, you know, scary territory because we're still fairly new as South Africans. Be careful the website you go on to. Be careful where you leave your credit card details because there's also a lot of um, pop-up websites where people are eager to take your money. I remember the other day, it was my daughter's birthday. She wanted to buy one of these teacup little dogs. You know, they call them Yorkies. You know, and I went on to a, a website and it turned out to be fake. So be careful. How to limit your online spending is simply... Have a budget, Cindy. There's nothing wrong with enjoying life. You work hard. We all work hard. But the most important thing is let's live within our means and wherever possible, when we've done everything on our budget, let's leave that little 5% leeway of cash just in case of something happening. I think, you know, we, we need to change this image of financial planners who come with doom and gloom and you must suffer. No, enjoy life to the max. However, do it within a, a responsible budget and a plan. And getting someone to walk that journey with you definitely pays off. I know people where in three, four years they say, thank you, I'm glad I met you. But when we initially meet and I tell you the things you, you don't want to hear, it's like, no, this guy, he thinks he's, he knows it all. I don't know it all, but I've walked a bit of a journey. And that's why it's, older, it's better to get an older, more mature financial advisor because a lot of the mistakes, I've made them. So unless you want to walk the, the hard walk, I can guide you in terms of getting on the right path and doing the right things. Okay, well, we still have a few more minutes of the show, and I understand what you mean about walking the walk, but some people need to walk through the fire. Like, they need a baptism of fire before they can make the right decisions. And we speak about kids. I mean, I know that um, you know, lockdown has been very difficult for our children, and we've been mm. compensating. Um, I'm, I'm one of those, well, you know, one of those parents that has been, you know, going all mm. out. Mm. And what I was trying to do was trying to keep my daughter from going back to school. So whatever she asked for, um, she was getting because I didn't want her to go back to school. So I was buying okay. her with buying her clothes and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of us may be caught up in that. How can we manage that overspending on our kids? Okay, It's important time? to realize that your children are a financial mirror of you. So whatever you do with your financial irresponsibility, they're going to do it. So spending indiscriminately, if you go into a shop, always have a list, show them you're working with a budget because you're, you're ingraining it in them. I've got a whole podcast on teaching children how to save. Um, I'll also drop it on, on Twitter. It's important for you to realize that they watch you. So you're spoiling them. Guess what? You're planting seeds of, I'm going to throw my children and go up. Try and be as responsible as possible. Teach them about the right money behavior and have those conversations. We think that children don't understand. They do. From, from a the time a child can count, you can talk to them about money. It's just that you use different language. And we need to start bringing our children into the financial picture because, unfortunately, we are overcompensating because our parents didn't give us certain things. So we need to realize that we need to be in that situation where we do the right behavior when it comes to children. So we start now having those conversations with them and telling them exactly what is what. Yes, definitely. So Gerald, um, where can we find you if we're looking for your services and what kind of services do you offer during this time? Do you do online counseling, um, um, counseling debt counseling, online? Just, just tell us what you do. So anything to do with money, we'll have that conversation. It's askgerald.co.za. Ask Gerald or at MRGWEZO. You'll find me and we can have those conversations. I'm honest, I will tell you how it is. It's not always what you want to hear, but I always try and break it down to you in, in an easy way for you to digest. And we walk a journey. It's a relationship. I want to celebrate my 60th birthday with people whose lives have changed. Your 60th birthday? 
Hello? Yeah? Your 60th, your 60th birthday. That's no, it's still a long way away, but I, I have a goal. I have a dream to, to be able to, to gather a group of people who can actually say that their lives have been positively changed and influenced by simple advice and us talking about money regularly. That's true. And I think this is why, you know, we'll, we'll keep having shows about finance, um, you know, um, again and again, because we're trying to change the culture of not speaking about finance and, and getting us to, to a place where we can speak about finance without, um, you know, feeling embarrassed or feeling ashamed about everything that, we, um, that we're going through. But thank you so much, Jules, for joining us. Um, we will be looking out for the Ways to Save hashtag on social media um, during this month of July because there's a lot of tips and things for us to learn. Um, and, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Always good to have you on the show with your insights and... And your interesting ideas about about stuff and we'll have you back on the show sometime soon thank you for joining us thank you very much and good evening to, to the afropolitans and thank you all for listening afropolitans i hope that you've learned a lot from this show um i know i definitely have um do stay